Hello, Sam. Hello, Simon. Can you hear me? I can just about. Yeah. What's that fascinating piece of music you're listening to? Uh, the music uh, mm -hmm. called Don't yeah. Stop Till You Get Enough by Michael Jackson. Was it really? Yeah. I tell you. I tell you what. What's that? Uh, if you're in uh, um, a, a, a court of law and um, you are wandering around in the visitor's gallery uh, while a um, trial is going on to uh, identify the guilt of somebody uh, involved in a case um, yeah. that is... Uh, uh, <laughs> Where's this going? I don't know, but I've just decided to stop it. You've abandoned right. it. I've abandoned it, yeah. It was going to be such an awful joke and such a terrible way to start the podcast that I'm actually going to stop it there. Could we save it till the end? It might be a nice note to end on. I don't even know if it was a nice note to actually put in the middle either. Shall we try that one again? Nobody's listening. Nobody's Some people listening. say it was the nicest note to include at the end of a podcast, but I don't even think yeah, it's the nicest was, note for the middle. I was going to tie up Michael Jackson with a court of law. And uh, then I just decided that was just too dark to start with. Yeah. So, um, oh, Vinny's just joined us. Oh, hello, Vinny. Is he in the chat? Uh, I think he is, yeah. Shall I start the show again? So uh, you, yeah. you say to me what that piece of music was, and then I'll, uh, I'll do the next crazy yeah. gag. Hello, Sam. You're right, Simon. Yes, I'm fine, thank you very much. Are you? I'm Okay. Good. What was that fascinating piece of music you were listening to? It was uh, Rock and Roll Christmas by Gary Glitter. Was it really? I yeah. tell you what, if I'm in one of those uh, giant uh, department stores that they have, that they dress up, you know, with all lots of Christmas baubles and uh, tinsel and all sorts of... Uh, you know, sort of crazy Christmas decorations. I tell you what, that piece of music is going to be, is going to be pumping out of the uh, PA really? system You've all got that one, Christmas. Absolutely, that one yes. to be the sound for Christmas 2020. Yeah, as opposed to where you were trying to steer that joke towards. So, uh, yeah. yes, no. No, definitely, <laughs> no. That was a fabulous piece of music. And what a great way to start our... Um, uh, our, our seventh episode. I thought it was the sixth one, but you're saying it's the seventh one of this season. Um, I, I think I, it may have been the sixth or seventh. Um, I'm not mm. sure because I'd, I'd done a, an image for episode six, but yeah. maybe I haven't uploaded. I, I might have not bothered editing number six yet. I can't remember. Well, that could be the great lost episode, couldn't it? That could be the great the mystery that surrounds the um, the the uh, Sacred Cow podcast. Yeah, like one of those um, where they where they left all those magnets next next to those master tapes at the BBC and ruined them all. Absolutely, that's right. Um, and just inter interestingly enough, I'm watching Dark Matter, which is a Canadian science fiction show on Amazon Prime, and yeah. it ran for three seasons. And uh, we're into uh, season two, episode seven at the minute, so we are following the same trajectory as. Uh, as dark matter so um oh that's yeah, good very... to know that we're in good company vinnie's asked us something simon has he, has he, he said really what is the transport what is the transport episode you're talking about it's the one we're doing at the minute vinnie it's going to be all about different types of transport vehicles cars trains buses uh segways um 
uh, travelators, uh, balloons, lifts. Uh, all of them, yeah. All rivers? of those. Are rivers a mo- uh, means of transport? No, I they're not, they're Sam. Not. No, they're not. Is floating the mode of transport then? <laughs> if you like, yeah. Okay. If you like. <laughs> oh, we've don't, got just, some. Don't make it silly, Sam. This is a serious episode. Okay. Transport is right. very close to my heart. We'll do a ser- we'll do a serious one, and we've got some really serious features coming up. We've got a fantastic um, instalment of the Tisdale Connection. We've got an interview with, is it a, a steam train enthusiast from Yorkshire? Yes, that's right. Yes. Uh, do you want to know his name? Yep. What's his name? Uh, let me just check. Uh, it's, uh, no, it's not that, is it? Oh, I've got all my uh, Word documents all over the place. Where's the... Uh, Ken Swithinbank is his name. Ken Swithinbank. The, Swithinbank, the steam, yeah. Just the steam train fan. He's not a fan of any other trains. No, he's just just steam trains. They're, they're, okay. but we'll find out all about him when we he'll be interviewed at um, at uh, Pickering Railway Station. Okay, how are we going to get there? Well, by the magic of the podcast, Sam. Oh, like a, a mobile link up or something, or, or are we actually going to that sort of thing? Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What um, sort of a week have you had then? Oh, it's been all right. I've attended a lovely wedding. Um, oh, yeah. I've I've continued to work on my uh, on my desk, getting the paint off of that. I've had to stop actually because the um, mm. the industrial paint stripper uh, appears to also strip skin if you use it too much. So uh, really, yeah, it's all peeling off my hands. It's just like flesh and bone at the moment. But well, that's the trouble with strippers: is the more you use them, the more your skin falls off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> watch out for that one. Oh, I will. Yeah. What features should we do? Oh, I haven't asked you about your week. How rude of me. How's your week been, Simon? Well, it's not been great, actually, because uh, oh, I, bought, I, I bought a new car. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's an absolute lemon. I have been sold a pup. It's uh, it's just its just a pile of junk. I just cannot believe I bought this car. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I took it out for a spin um, uh, yesterday, and could I get it to go? Could I? It was just completely useless. I mean, for a start, you, you could hardly get into it. It's absolutely tiny. It's got a little round sort of uh, sort of uh, aperture that you have to get into in order oh. to actually get inside and ride it. So that was bad enough. The, the heat is a joke. Yeah, it goes from like 30 degrees, which is like pretty hot, all the way yeah. up to ni- 95 degrees. Oh I mean, God. what's the point in that? I mean, there's no air con or nothing. No. Um, it's just it's just a pile of junk. I mean, you know, you, you open up the glove compartment, and that's tiny as well. And it, it's weird because it's got two little trays, one for washing powder and one for conditioner. I mean, right. I don't want either of those two in my car. Um, you know, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I, I mean, I have to say, though, I mean, Zanussi is, is not a brand of car that I've ever heard of before. So I was taking a chance, I think. No. But, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, the RPM are pretty good. It kind of, you know, you kind of, like a 1,000 RPM, it spins round. Right. But, I mean, you don't want that when you're in it, do you? No, so, it's, um, it's meant to be on the outside, not the inside, the speed. Absolutely. That's right. I tell you what, that's the last time I try and buy a car from Curry's slash BC World. <laughs> you should have gone to Costco. I bet they'd have had a great car for you. 
Do you know, Costco are absolutely wonderful. I went <laughs> in the air the other day and I bought 100 pairs of disposable gloves for about £6.95. And, and I think, you know, in, in the current climate, now more than ever, that's mm. the kind of deal that I think a lot of people want, you know, when they go out to shops or they're yeah. fiddling about with COVID-19 patients. That's exactly what yeah. they would probably, you know, need. Sorry, yeah, if no, I no. suggested there that you should go out and fiddle about with a COVID-19 patient, I do apologise. No. Now more than ever, that's not the kind of thing that we should... Uh, We're not endorsing that, and nor, do, nor does Costco, I don't think. I don't think Costco would enforce in, in or, or even yeah. in, indulge anyone in prodding around people's See, lungs and that. At Tesco, I think it's about yeah. £4 for two pairs of... Uh, yeah, four, it would just two pairs. Two pairs of four pounds in Tesco. Yeah. That's really not a great deal, is it? And no. that's why again and again and again, uh, I just say Costco, 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 because, um, you know, it's, it's say it slowly and it's almost like praying. Yeah, yeah, it is. And if you say it into a mirror, Mr. Costco mm -hmm. himself comes and bestows a membership card on you. Oh, Vinny says that is, this is a bit complicated for him. He understood about the um, not getting a good car. Yeah. Should, um, it was a washing machine, Vinny. Yeah. Yeah. Zanussi um, are a company that makes washing machines, ovens, yeah. um, uh, hobs. They do, they do um, yeah. extractors. They're yeah, pretty good. It was a kind of like a comedy substitution thing where you talk about uh, a different thing to the thing that that, that people uh, assume you're talking about, and and then uh, that's where the um, that's where the comedy comes in. It's it's a common comedy trope, isn't it, Sam? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the 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 old switcheroo. Yeah. Yeah, or or who, uh, who's on one? That's right. Yeah, I don't want to know about who's on one. Who's on two? No, why's on two? Oh my God, who's on three? Somebody else. <laughs> oh my God, I thought he was on four. No, one is on four. You know that baseball thing that Abbott and Costello did. It's just crazy. <laughs> we should reenact that one episode, shouldn't we? Yeah, I think we. Could. It doesn't work as well with one person doing the whole thing. <laughs> it doesn't. Just sounds like somebody having a breakdown, doesn't it? Uh, should we work out a running order or something? Yeah, the the one that we've agreed in advance. That one. Oh yeah. Um, yeah how did that one, one go? Uh, I don't know. You start. Well, I think it reads um, Tisdale yeah. insult post-it note. Sorry, I'll, I'll read that out again. I'm just writing it down on my post-its. So Tisdale. Tisdale. Yeah. Insult. Insult, yeah. That's a new feature. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Very new. Um, Does it have a jingle? No, it's that new that we oh, came right. up with it eight minutes before the show. Okay, I'll, so, I'll see if I can find a sound effect. Yeah, Go I'll on just on. make my own. Um, Go on then. So what have we got? Tisdale. Insult. Insult. Post-it notes. Yeah. Uh, the play about transporting drugs. Tipping that point. That was made for schools. Oh, yeah, tipping point. Yeah. And then the interview interview with ken yeah okay. we should really get on with this then there's a lot to we pack should. in we're and i've got a skype with my dad later on so uh, oh nice I've, I've we've got a skype with some friends who are playing some kind of online um quiz with them you oh, what's the quiz? i don't know i think it's one of these ones we have to just list as many like 
uh, items that are part of a certain category. Oh, well, that's it. We've scared Vinny off now with the with the chats oh. about Skype. He's gone. Um, if you ever get a chance to play uh, all bad cards, that's really good. It's like Cards Against Humanity, but it's online. Oh, nice. I, I got the Harry Potter uh, variant of Cards Against Humanity, and it's filthy. Is it really? Oh, I'd love oh. to play that. Yeah, it's like Dobby's wanking sock. Um, <laughs> there's, there's, I won't ruin it. You have to Dobby, buy it. Dobby doesn't like a wanking sock anymore. <laughs> Dobby wants a new owner. Like that. Yeah, or well, like when, when you give him a new wanking sock, he becomes uh, your personal wank wank, no. puppet. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> you know. hell. He had like, little hands, though, didn't he? Yeah. Creature the house elf's grotty loincloth and stuff like that. I should think a lot of men who are uh, rather um, sort of, uh, you know, uh, embarrassed about their, their their size would be quite happy to have Dobby jerk them off because he's got little hands, so... Oh, yeah, like a trick of perspective. I wonder whether or not J.K. Rowling didn't um, invent Dobby's little tiny hands just for that, just so that a lot of the, you know, embarrassed male readers would go, oh, Dobby, he's my Whoa. kind of guy because he could, you know, he could make me feel better about myself while I'm reading uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows or whatever it's called. Why are we... Okay. <laughs> to transport rather than god what is it yeah. we've, like we've done door and right, wanking machine and dobby it's it's tisdale now isn't it it's the tisdale connection it's the tisdale connection what's the connection between today's topic and ashley tisdale so today's Tisdale Connection is going to be um, a little bit different from other episodes of uh, the Tisdale Connection. So first things first, I'd like you all to picture the scene, okay? The president yes. of the Missouri Rodeo Situa sorry, Association, um, his, he's got a wife, he's got two children, and he's got six horses now. Six horses? Yep, six horses. He's what president of the rodeo. What could you do with six horses? rodeo them oh sorry i just talked over the answer didn't i oh yeah um yeah uh, uh, anyway um his business rodeo shack went under and oh, yeah. um so they and he's got these two kids to look after so they already had to convert the utility room of their bungalow um yeah. it's a one-bedroom bungalow into a they've turned the utility room into a second bedroom for their kids right yeah so then one day this social worker arrives okay. with um four different children that belonged to the rodeo president's sister. And because um, she'd been neglecting them, yeah. uh, the social uh, worker had taken them away and were uh, offering them out. So right. they took them to the uncle, the rodeo guy, and they yeah. said, right, you've, you've literally got an hour to decide if you can look after these kids as well as your own because they're being, they're really being neglected here. Um, mm. Otherwise we're going to split them up. Uh, rather than doing them as a job lot, we're going to split them up and sell them off singularly to uh, different adopting families. Right. So he thinks on it and he says, uh, do you know what, we don't have the room, but I can't say no, you can't split them up. Um, so he agrees to take on these four extra children. So imagine this, a one-bedroom bungalow, the utility room's been turned into a second bedroom. You've got Rodeo Man, Rodeo Man's wife, six horses, two of his own children, and four nieces and nephews living there at this point. Okay. Yeah. And you can imagine how difficult that would be. Yes. Well, this uh, 
this isn't a situation that people would normally have to deal with. So this is where world-renowned philanthropist Ashley Tisdale and the home makeover team come into play. Oh, yeah, right. so the Tisdale connection. Uh, and it's, <laughs> yes. a, it's an episode called, right. um, let me see, Home, oh no, it isn't, Extreme Makeovers, Home yeah. Edition, Get on the Bus. So there's your link to the uh, transport, right? Get on, get the, on bus. the bus. And I what happens is... Bust. No, no, no. They get on the bus and they get... Uh, Ashley Tisdale gets on a bus and visits these uh, people's homes and does a makeover. Well, this one, because it's American yeah. TV, it's all yeah. on YouTube, the whole episode. I really got into it when yeah. I was researching this. So Tisdale turns up and the family yeah. are like, oh, my God, it's Ashley Tisdale's, right? So Tisdale oh, yeah. arranges them for like because she's got Disney connections... She yeah. sorts out like a week-long family holiday for them to go on, and they're like, "Oh yeah, the Ashley Tisdales." Yeah, and so they go off to Disneyland. Yeah, and they're having a nice time. Meanwhile, Ashley and the team plant explosives throughout their home and um, demolish it completely. Right. And then throughout the episode, Ashley helps uh, helps her team to rebuild their home. But it's not their old home. They build a six-bedroom house with a barn. And Ashley does some tiling and she's also present. So she helps out the builders. And then for some reason, there's a man with a monkey and she gets scared of it. Um, that's a nice part of the episode. She also manages to wangle a, a college scholarship for each of the children uh, for yeah. when they grow up, which is nice of her. And they come back, uh, they see the big home and she, she says, look, you know, I really want to give something back worth more than this six bedroom yeah. home barn and six scholarships to a local college so what i really want to give back to this caring family um is a gig for you so she performs an entire gig from their new two-car garage for the entire neighborhood and then she gets on our bus and then she um she does one is that for is that for real is that uh, did that is that all real what you've just said yeah yeah, no, it's not bollocks. That's actually there was it's a whole TV show, forty six minutes long. It's on YouTube. Bloody yeah! I know it's crazy. You see, when like you the... said rodeo shack, that's when I thought, now nah, you've made that up. Oh no, that was that part was bollocks. Actually, I made up rodeo <laughs> shack. But yeah. The rest was... of it, the neglect yeah. and everything, the meaningful oh, right. stuff was real. <laughs> so uh, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Why well, can't we I'll live in a world without what? neglect and with rodeo shack? Just imagine that world. I mean, why why can't we live in a world where Ashley Tisdale comes around and blows up your house? Oh, the footage is amazing. Like, it's not a normal demolition. There's, like, a full-on, like, mushroom yeah. cloud of house parts just flying into the air. And then they oh film it God. and show yeah. the family while they're on holiday at Disneyland. That is just... It's amazing. It is amazing. Well... I, I mean, oh. every week we do a, a an Ashdale an Ashdale Tisley <laughs> connection connection, uh, yeah. even uh, even an Ashley Tisdale connection sometimes. But that I have to yeah. say, if there was a biscuit, that has taken it. Oh, high praise! Absolutely, high, high praise indeed. That was amazing. Thank you very much, Sam. I very much enjoyed that. You're welcome. I'll send you a link after the episode. Do that now, please. Thank you. Uh, right. What's next on the agenda? <laughs> the thing without a, uh, a jingle. Okay. Yeah. Right, so si Simon, each week Simon's going to write an insult for me based mm. on the topic. Okay. Right then, so I start writing then? Yeah. Okay. 
Right, I've done it. And what does it say? It says, if you were a Segway people carrier on fire, I wouldn't even piss on the accompanying instruction manual to put you out. Why would you say something like that? That was... What? That's I'm horrible. sorry, I didn't mean it, but you did ask me to write Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, as long as you don't mean it, then that's I've got no problem right. with you writing these insults, but it just felt a bit personal. Oh, right. Oh, I'm sorry about that. You no, did ask me, Well, you did ask me to write an insult, so, you know, I mean... I yeah, no, no, I know you don't mean it. It's it's fine. No, I don't I'll mean just... it. I don't mean it, honestly, no. No, I, I mean... Well, you would, you would piss Sex... on the accompanying instruction manual. Well, no, Segway have uh, ceased trading now. So um, for a start, you can't buy a Segway now unless it was secondhand. And you, you wouldn't even want to buy a new Segway, let alone a secondhand one. So you, you know yeah. it's not a proper insult. So, uh, But, yeah, sorry about that. I, I hope you, no, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no. That's, you know, uh, sorry about that. Well, we'll see, we'll see how it goes next week. Yeah, we've sort of brought it, brought it all down. The, the, the energy's now dissipated, isn't it, in the episode? But we can bring it back up by doing a post-it story. Yeah, we can. Do, we'll do a post-it story, and this this one's a nice one. It's uh, well, I'll uh, you you'll hear it in a moment when I find the jingle. People sending emails about Simon's past, and most of them involve a post-it note. Okay, we've had. That was very good. <laughs> <laughs> Simon's post-it feature. Okay, we've had a text in this week to the um, to the station uh, mobile phone, and um, yeah, I can hear you playing with them already uh, mm. about your post-it notes. And uh, this one's from uh, someone you know called Warwick Orifice, and he yeah. says, um, "When you were working the cargo ships across the Atlantic Sea with me, it was my job to stop the stowaways." from eating the food shipments and then keep them safe until we reach, reach dry land and we kept them in a holding area. Simon, as you must recall, it was your job to label up which containers had which type of cargo in them. And you worked hard and diligently applying labels to those shipments. Onions from France, sausage from Germany and porcelain with the faces of minor royals from the UK. One day, there was a complete shit show though you placed one of your label sorry you placed one of your labels over the single breathing hole on a shipment of parisian onions from the onion fields of gay old paris yeah. now nobody noticed until the container started to bulge outwards yeah. and now a scientific reaction had occurred which caused the sweating onions to rot slightly in their own sugars the yeah. yeast in the mold that had grown on them combined with the sugar had created an onion alcohol in the bottom but as a result of that reaction, it would have produced a lot of CO2, causing mm. the buckling on the container. Mm. Now, uh, you had a harsh dressing down from the boss for um, for the way that you placed the label, but as the onions weren't fit for human consumption anymore, they were fed to the British stowaways that were seeking a better life in the US of A and uh, so that they could escape from a war-torn England in that holding bay that was mentioned earlier. Yeah. So... Um, they became slightly drunk on the onion slurry and they cheered for you. They said, thank you, Simon. And you simply replied, don't thank me. Thank my slapdash and haphazard placement of post-it notes. 
and then everyone got pissed on um, onion slurry. Right then. So do you want to know if that's true or bollocks? I think I already know, to be honest. It's got to be true, hasn't it? It is true. It is absolutely true. All of those things happen, yeah. And I have to say that onion stuff, it had a real kick to it. In fact, I ended up marketing it as uh, as my own <laughs> um, proprietary brand of, of uh, onion alcohol. Oh. And um, and it's being stocked in Costco at the minute. You can buy 12 cans for um, for £17, which is really quite a good deal, actually. So, yeah, that's entirely true. Wow. Lovely. But I mean, it, I'd like to try it, some now. Oh, it's very nice. Yeah, it's it's quite oniony and quite sort of uh, alcoholic. So imagine, imagine a uh, uh, you know like a half a pint of vodka with an onion in it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pretty, pretty much we it. Could... That cocktail. Yeah. Special cocktail you can get the onion. We could vodka send it cocktail, over, couldn't yeah. we, to um, to Michael Jameson at Food Review. He'd, He'd love it. it. He'd love that kind of thing. Yeah. I yeah, think definitely. he would. Well. Um, I'll uh, yeah, I'll get down to Costco and then send him over. I'll FedEx some uh, some of that onion stuff over to him, and uh, I bet he'll love it. I imagine he will. I imagine he will. <coughs> but interestingly enough, um, somebody in Costco was saying to me the other day that the onion alcohol that they sell uh, isn't. It is. It, I said, was it the best onion alcohol? in Costco and he said it wasn't even the best onion alcohol in that corner of the store <laughs> which I thought was a, a little bit mean but there you go yes but he, well, he didn't know that you were the guy that made it though no and he's now been dismissed uh and is currently uh on a zero hours contract with Amazon oh uh, so what goes around comes around do you, are you still in contact with Warwick Orifice uh, occasionally, yeah, I, I look him up occasionally, and uh, yeah. you know. But uh, so, if we were to check your history, you'd been looking up Orifice for <laughs> periodically throughout the last year or so. Yeah, if you if you check my uh, internet uh, search uh, history, yeah, you could see that Orifice is uh, is uh, uh, almost constantly on there. You know, Just, oh, okay. it, does, it doesn't matter what I choose. Every time I type in O, the orifice comes up. So yeah, oh, okay, that could be embarrassing, couldn't it? But so, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's that or, or split uh, horsehairsofa dot com. That's the one I tend to go, <laughs> go for most. Yeah, mm. you All know right, that then. one, don't you? Split horsehairsofa dot com. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with that one. I imagine it's terrible. Well, you're more into rubber nurse, aren't you? So that's more your kind of thing, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Um, Rub- my P- I'm looking it up on my PVC on my PC. Yeah, I quite like pairs wrapped in clingfilm.com. That's uh, that's another. Oh, that's very niche. Do you know how much pairs cost at Costco? Uh, I think they're about three pound fifty for a dozen, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. My my local corner shop's trying to sell one pair of um, rubber gloves for about three, four quid. Oh, are they really? Cloth merchants. Is, it, is that yeah. like a rubber glove with a pair in it? Uh, no, no, it's just it's just two rubber gloves. But I think they've been used because I bought a pair once, and this is absolutely true. One one was white and one was blue, and I didn't know whether it was like a left or right thing, but they looked the same shape as left or right. It's fucking confusing, mate. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's all right. What's next on the list? 
I used to juggle with rubber gloves, actually. I was useless at it. I was all fingers and thumbs. Oh that was a good one, wasn't it? Um, what's next on, on the list? Uh, it's the play. Is it the play? Oh, I'd better get my, my copy of the play. So uh, could you could you introduce it uh, while I look up my version of the play on my phone? Yeah, you can, you, you can do that, definitely. Um, have you got the radio on in the background, by the way? Why? I don't know. I thought I could hear the radio just now. Oh, it might have might have been a bit of feedback from my um, my headphones. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> literally trying to listen to anything else other than this podcast. <laughs> I thought you'd be doing a podcast and listening to Radio Five Live while it was on. No, it might have been the neighbours. The walls are really thin, painfully thin. It's the last day of the football season today, isn't it? Oh, really? Is it? Now, I'm not yeah. a football fan, but I know yeah. some of our listeners. Um, really like Stockport. Stockport? Yeah. Are they in a division? Are they in a professional league? I think it's just like a Sunday club, like people's people's fat dads yelling at them. Yeah. So do you mean like Sunday teams, like all the ones below Leeds United in the championship? <laughs> I don't like get those ones, jokes. yeah. Premier League, here we come. I've got a, I've got yeah. a lovely... <laughs> feature here simon that i've been dying to try out is it is it simon is a die-hard leeds united fan and can't believe that we've just won the championship and we're going to be in the premier league next year is it that one it's, it's not that one i didn't even oh, know you cared one? about leeds united but callum from leeds would be pleased to know that you like leeds united absolutely in fact he we... texted me this week saying he was going to go for a run and catch up on on some missed episodes good for him Who's Modern Morrissey? So Modern Morrissey has joined. And, yeah, uh, he's, I think that's actually Morrissey. Is it actually Morrissey? Yep. Oh, yep, wow. That's him. I hope he so, doesn't say anything naughty, though. Oh, no, he'll he'll be fine. He doesn't really believe all that stuff. It's, it's no. just to get in NME so that he can sell his new albums. Send Absolutely. us a gif of some flowers if you're the real thing. Um, right, so... I, I, so um, I'm ready I, for the, the thing, the play... Yeah, so I managed to um, get in contact with a guy that writes plays uh, for schools on issues. And um, because our theme is transport, uh, he said he had this one up his sleeve that has never been performed in a school before. I can't tell you his name because he has to be CRB checked to go into schools. um, And he doesn't want the podcast ruining that. So um, we've we've both got the script here and we're going to perform this piece called Transport. And there's a foreword. I'll just read that out to you. Chad, the new American student, gets caught by French teacher Duncan Lachamy texting in class. The content of the message? A request for more info about a job going at county lines. Lachamy arranges an urgent meeting between Chad and a former student who has come out the other side of the county lines movement. The following dialogue is their undoctored conversation. The title of this piece is Transport. Chad, you must be the old student that I'm meeting with. I'm Chad. I'm Keith, and I'm not an old student. I'm a new man, thanks to leaving the country lines crew behind me. County lines. Did I say country lines? Yeah. I'm sorry, should I do that bit again then? Yeah, yeah, yes, please. We've got to do do him justice. I'm a new man, thanks to leaving the county lines crew behind me. Gad, Zooks, you go straight into it. 
I didn't even join the County Lions team. I don't see why I'm here, and as a result, I could care less. Let, let me tell you a few, sorry. Let me I'm very difficult with this accent. Let me tell you a few things about County Lines, or as some of you might call it, cow lie as code. Your parents might think you're talking about how it might rain, you know, with the cows lying down, but I, I still know the lingo. Anyway, they transport the drugs out of London and get the kids to distribute it amongst suburban and even rural communities. Some of it even takes place on Green Belt Land. So they do all the hard and dangerous work for you. You think the 12-year-old carrying around enough crack back or sack to set Buckaroo off is safe? I'll spend most of my money on chiropractors these days. Ironic, isn't it? What do you mean? It all started with me passing out a few joints, and now my joint pain makes me want to pass out. No, I mean buckaroo. What do you mean? Well, the game centres on an articulated plastic model of a mule named Roo, or buckaroo. The mule begins the game standing on all four feet with a blanket on its back. Players take turns placing various items on the mule's back without causing the mule to buck up its front legs, throwing off all the accumulated items. The toy has a spring mechanism that is triggered by significant vibration. The player who triggered this buck is knocked out of the game and play resumes. The winner is the last player remaining in the game in the unlikely event that player just plays. You just copied and pasted this all off the internet. It's literally in a different font as well. It is, yeah. In the unlikely event that a player manages to place the last item onto the mule's back without it bucking, that player is the winner. But that's not what I'm here for. So what you're trying to say is that there are risks in every step of county lines. Every step, every mile they drive, every turn of the pedals on a kiddie's bike. I used to think that the risk would be fun and competitive, putting the sport in transport, so to speak. I suppose they're just doing donkey work. That's why they call them drug mules similar to your buckaroo reference. That was the basis of my simile, yes. I only really wanted some extra dough, though. I saw the pay for a paper round, and rather than throwing papers, I figured I could get a bit more cash slinging dope. You're wrong there. The lion's share is transported back to the gangsters in the city. The kids are left playing gangsters in their towns, fighting and stabbing each other over 10p for a Freddo the Frog chocolate bar. I hear they're about 30p now, and and wagon wheels are tiny. And as for the size of a Cadbury cream egg... Yeah, well, as I said, I'm a new man. I don't live that life no more. Well, just like the drivers that take the drugs out of the city and are wondering if they have time to have a break at a UK service station, I'm at a fork in the road. Let me transport you back to my choice. I wanted to be the coolest guy. I wanted to have a little bit of extra cash like you. I wanted all the cartridges for my N64 and some big stunt pegs for my BMX bike. I got them after a few months of shot in skag, but buying friends with rare Australian developed N64 cartridges doesn't make you cool. I thought I was the coolest kid in the whole school, but I wasn't even the coolest kid in my own home. I like that joke. My little (laughs) sister studied hard and did really good in her tests. Now that's cool. I've got a confession, Keith. 
What's that then? I don't want to deliver drugs for extra cash to buy cool things. I need to deliver drugs so that I can pay for the baby that's going to be delivered in nine months. Huh? My girlfriend. She's pregnant, Keith Curtin. Wow, that and was that's intense. The, that's the end that of the piece. Yeah, real drama. I tell you what. If I tell you what, shall I tell you what? Do you tell me what then? Right. If there was, if there was a team of say two actors going, you know, around the schools in England, going you know, around, just going, yeah. just going around, they going could, around, um, yeah, yeah, they could, they could perform that, and they could do pretty well off the back of that. I think that's that. I have to say that is genius. That is. Uh... I mean, I, I certainly know a lot more about county lines than I ever used to. So that's and it, really it's, good. it's woven in really subtly. So if, for instance, one of the children didn't know about county lines, they could maybe have enough information now to apply for a job there. Absolutely. That's right. I mean, we're, we're doing a public service here, aren't we, really? I think so. We should basically get council grants for what we do on here. I think we should do, yeah. Well, that was most impressive, and and I think you know we're we're comedy is what we're all about, but mm. you know it's always nice to give something back, isn't it? Yeah, I mean using your platform for good is very important, and that's why I like Ashley Tisdale so much. Well, of course, that's why we all like Ashley Tisdale so much. It's because she provides a a valuable um, service, doesn't she? To, to people with loads of kids and small homes who want them blown up. Yeah. Oh, they're really good explosion, Simon. I couldn't recommend it enough. You need to watch it. And it's for the whole family. You know? A lot of fun. A lot of fun. I can't wait. Oh, no. We've just had a really sad message in that's brought the tone back down. Oh, no. That's sad news. Well, we're very sorry to hear that. Just for anyone uh, who's listening in afterwards, I don't, I don't think anyone would mind us sharing this information, probably. I asked on the chat if anyone played Buckaroo, and someone's messaged in saying, I played it a few years ago before my dad left. Oh. Of course, you could play it on your own just to get your skills up in case he comes back. I wonder whether or not it's, uh, Buckaroo isn't on the PlayStation 4, actually. So, no, I think it might be. Might be, yeah. Shall we do uh, the tipping point quiz? Yes, tipping point quiz, please. Right, are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Hello, Sam, and welcome to Tipping Point. Hello, Simon, and thank you for welcoming me on welcoming me on to Tipping Point. That's all right. And on this special transport theme, Tipping Point tonight, I am going to give you sixty seconds to answer as many questions as you possibly can about transport. Okay. Each correct, yeah, and each correct answer will give you one coin for the Tipping Point machine, which is stocked with ten pieces. Okay. okay, so have you have you got those coins with you already? Excellent. Good. Okay, so uh, if you're ready, uh, I'm going to give you 60 seconds on the clock, and yep. you will have those 60 seconds to answer my questions. Now, I will only take the first answer, and obviously uh, if the first answer is incorrect, you will hear this sound. Okay? okay. Did you hear that sound? Yeah, I did, really quietly. That sound. Was it really quiet, was it? Okay, hold on a sec. 
Uh, wait a minute. Uh, let's make it louder. Just okay, turn so, it yeah, here we go. There we go. Lovely, Did you hear that? Yeah, and if you clear. get the correct answer, you'll hear this. And then at the end of the quiz, you will hear this sound. They're the actual sounds they use on the TV show, aren't they? Yeah. I think I might have pressed the wrong button, but anyway, we'll go with that one, okay? Yeah. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. 60 seconds on the clock now. Okay. Renault. Okay, so let's start again then, because you, you, you spoke over me there, and I'm OCD, so I can't possibly function with that level of... Um, Television things. insolence. Yes, okay. So starting from now. Uh, Renault, Peugeot and Citroën are all car manufacturers from which country? France. Correct answer. Number two, what gear should you should you take a roundabout in? Second. Good answer. Uh, number three, what zone is King's Cross in? Oh, shit. Uh, no, three? it's not that one. <laughs> no, it's zone F. one. Okay. Num- no, it's zone one. What is the sexiest plane ever made? Uh, Concorde. Now it's the SR-71 Blackbird. Number uh, five, what is a penny farthing? Uh, a coin. No, it's a bicycle. Shit, uh, shit. The main types of which form of transport are non-rigid, semi-rigid and rigid? Um, boats. No, it's an airship. Number two, which blue credit card size contact the smart card is popularly used on public transport in Greater London? Oyster. Well done, it's the Oyster card. Which form of transport that derives its name from the French for carriage with wooden benches was once common for works outings during the early 1900s? Oh, God. Pass. It's the Sharabang. And finally, Incheon Airport, International Airport. I've started, so I'll finish. Incheon International Airport is the largest airport in which country? It begins with South. South Korea. Well done. There we go. Very impressive. I think you scored four there. Okay. Um, I wasn't counting, uh, but uh, I'm guessing that it was about four. Yeah, I think it was about four, yeah. Right, so you should have four coins, okay? So if you'd like to put your coins... In the, uh, in the, in the, put the first coin in the machine. Okay, let me just put that in now. Okay. Okay. Okay, you can hear the machine going backwards and forwards. Yeah, okay. I can. Oh, it's gone down to the next level. Lovely. Uh, and there oh, you go. Lovely. That's 40 pence you've won so far. Put the next coin in. Okay. Okay. This is a fucking nightmare to manage. There you go. So, and let's hear if there's another one. Ah, that's 10 pence. Yes. Okay, so you're up to 50 pence. Put the next coin in. Okay. I'm wondering exactly how much comedy value there is from me, uh, Rubbing a tissue against a desk and then dropping. No, you're ruining the illusion. The tipping point. Oh, there's some more coins. 
Lovely. How much are they worth, I wonder? I can't add it up. Is this ASMR? <laughs> Listeners, have we given you goosebumps with our lovely noises? I have to say, when I thought about this about an hour ago, I didn't realise that it would involve all of this, but oh, I think I've, I've added them up and you've won £1.70. Yeah. Well done. What an item that was, eh? And of course, that's that's uh, that could buy you a pint in Scotland, couldn't it? It could do. Now, which charity are you going to give your one pound seventy to, Sam? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna donate it um to uh what oh hmm what's that what's I... that one I think I think um. Oh, you've put me on the spot here. I think I'll donate it to that charity for bullied ginger kids. I can't remember the name of it now. Oh, uh, yeah, I know the one. Um, uh, what's it called? The uh, RSP. The RSPGK. That's right. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, no, that's very good, Sam. Well, thank you very much for playing Tipping Point with me. Um, I think it was a, 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 a very impressive item that uh, that we came up with there, and yeah, I'm I think sure so. that. Everyone was convinced that uh, we were actually in the Tipping Point studio. So uh, here we go. Thank you very much, Sam. It's been a wonderful evening. Oh, thank you. It's been great to help out some ginger kids in need. It has, yeah. And, and uh, you know, that's about it, really. There we go. So that was fascinating, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun, and I hope we. Um, I hope the ASMR element of that gave some um, some internet perverts some funny tingle times. Absolutely, yes. Um, I think we have an interview coming up now, don't we? Oh, we do. We certainly do, and that's with. Uh, oh God, what was his name again? Something Thistle Thistle Swing Swing. Ken Swithinbank. That's it. That's it. Ken Swithinbank. <laughs> Nearly yes. there. Yeah, absolutely uh, right. Okay, so I do. I'll do the uh, jingle. And yes, remember, please. Um, you're, you've got questions for him, haven't you? Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. Obviously, of course, you have. Yeah, they're uh, written right. down here. Okay, here we go then. All aboard! All aboard! The train is leaving now. Have you got your tickets? Give them here. Let me stamp them with my special machine. That's right. Oh, of course, you can use the toilet. I don't mind. Yes, we have got a restaurant car, and there's biscuits and crisps and pork. Would you like to open the window? I'm afraid you can't, it's broken. Have a look at the window, which means that uh, phone reception will be limited. <laughs> oh, hello Sam, how, how are you? I'm Ever. I'm really good. Is your name Ken? Sorry, I've forgotten once more. It's Ken Swithin back, yeah. I just thought uh, it would be wonderful if we conducted our interview on uh, Pickering Station platform. So here we are. It's a lovely day. It's a lovely it day. It is it a is. lovely day. And be- before... Oh, oh, here comes, here comes one. One's coming in now. Jolly good. Before <laughs> you say anything, this isn't the Nicky Papalado voice. That was slightly higher. This is lower. So please don't interrupt me and say, 
you've used that accent before. No, I wouldn't expect anything more from you. No, good, good for you, good for you. Now then, I understand, young man, you have some questions for me. I do. uh, I'd be fascinated to uh, answer these questions. So, as a as a steam train enthusiast, was it? Do you get get many Thomas the Tank Engine jokes? Like, maybe. Oh, I get, I get a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, I don't think folks, especially Southerners, really understand. What what we're doing? I mean, unless they've they've actually touched the side of a you know a steam train when it's in full throttle, unless they've actually inhaled the the you know the 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 coal dust into their lungs, unless they've you know run their fingers along a you know a composite carriage and uh, felt the the feel of the uh, you know the material under their fingers, you know, gently caressing you know a small split. In, in a in a in a, a partially restored seat, you know, and put their fingers inside and delved a little deeper. Oh, I don't think they really understand how much I love steam trains. I I don't think I quite understand it still, but I'm no. sure by the end of the interview, I'll oh, have a fully fledged to, yes. idea. Absolutely. Um, so, what is it that draws you to to the steam trains? Then was there was there any defining moment in your life where I thought, "Yep, they're for me," you know? Well, I I remember when I were a lad, uh, you know, on the York Malton to Scarborough line. You know, there were all sorts of uh, days out. You know, boiled sweets, you know, tins of uh, biscuits. You know, going off to see Leeds play. You know, all that sort of thing. So many memories. So so many wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful memories that I've had, you know, going to watch cricket matches, you know, speeding through the countryside, you know, watching uh, small groups of, uh, you know, Polish workers being set on fire with petrol, you know. That's the kind of thing that you live for, you know. That's exactly what I'm all about. Good old days. Good good old days, yeah. How do you feel about people that, that drink on trains? Um... I have no problem with uh, people wanting to imbibe liquids on trains, you know. I mean, I think it's important that, you know, if you feel the need, you know, particularly if you're a lady, you know, and you feel the need to have some kind of liquid running down your throat, you know, you should go to a, you should go to a, you know, a carriage uh, where there's not very many people around, you know, and uh, and obviously take your fill. But um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think that's an important thing, you know, with the uh, with uh, with with the trains, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh well. Um, yeah. I, I can admit now then that I've had a drink on a train, and um, when I do, yeah. I sing a little song. I just go drink on train, drink on train, and that and that's oh. a little something for you to take away. You know, I do enjoy the trains. Oh, that's <laughs> one of my favourite ones. But of course, it's it's a very serious thing. Uh, I don't know if you know, but I am involved in the. Um, I'm the chair of the campaign for the reinstatement of Moulton, Rillington, and Pickering line because, as you probably know, the uh, the line has been taken up, you know, as a result of the beaching report, and I am there basically to try to see if we can uh, have that line restored. So the the campaign for reinstatement of Moulton, Rillington, Pickering line, or Crump Ripple, as we call it. Oh um, yeah is definitely an alliance against the demons of the North Yorkshire Moors Railway, and particularly Bob Wissup. He's the demon in charge of them, and basically he's dug his feet in and he refuses to budge. And, um, you know, oh. it's it's terrible. It's terrible. Bet, but that's what we want to see. We want to see, you know, the the the, the train restored, you know, the line restored. And, and uh, can you imagine, 
you know, like a Repton engine, an, S, an SR440 class, pulling a six-wheel luggage composite, you know, a restaurant car and a lavatory brake behind. Mm. Can you imagine that steaming through the countryside across the York, Yorkshire Moors, you know? I Powerful, majestic. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And, and, as, and as for that, that... Um that guy that was in control of taking that, that line-up. I mean, he, I bet you've yeah. used a few four-letter words to describe him in your oh, time. Oh, I can't use the words on the radio, but you know what I mean. He's, no, you uh, can. You can. It's not the radio. It's a podcast. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, he's a complete cunt. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's yeah. just a... It's just, just a fucking waste of space, really. I mean, uh, your he promise isn't it. going out on the radio. No, no, not on the radio, no. It's Good. just... Uh, no. No, it but, seems to uh, be just one Indian guy and one of my mates that listening. Was it really? All right. Well, uh, as long as they're not offended, but that's basically what he is, you know. And uh, and I'm afraid that uh, you know I'm not happy with it. But there you go. Um, well, yeah. Have you got any more questions for me? Yeah. Um, do you not think that like the day of the like the golden age of the railway has has passed? I mean, they're they're stuck to these tracks with a car. You can pretty much go anywhere you want. People fly nowadays. Well, I mean, but the thing is, do, do they really want to fly from, uh, from you know, from uh, Whitby down to Pickering? That's the thing, you see. I mean, they, they might be using planes, but, you know, if it's Whitby to Pickering, you know, they're not they're not really going to want a plane, are they? No, there's not, not the infrastructure. Not really, no, you see, I mean, you might want, uh, you know, a fighter jet or, or some kind of hang glider. But um, you know, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to. You know, get on a plane. You know, go through security and all that nonsense. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so, one of our yeah. listeners has messaged in, and he said, oh, yeah. what, "What are your views on the foreign double decker trains?" Pardon the pun. Well, you see, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I'm I, I come from Yorkshire, so I mean, anything from any county that's not Yorkshire, I, I think is foreign. To be perfectly honest. You know, yeah. and uh, particularly at the moment with the with the pokey polar virus, you know, and everyone coming out of lockdown, you know, it's lots of people coming into the Yorkshire Moors, you know, and uh, you, you know they don't speak the lingo, they smell different. Oh, there goes another one. Um, you. you know, they, yeah, there's another. It's a four forty. Um, but yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like uh, I don't really know. I'm double decker trains. I mean. I mean, I, I went on one once in Austria, but I couldn't, I couldn't really, you know, mather it. Do you know what I mean? It were, it were just daft, daft, daft as a, as a, as a, as a brush with no shirt on. To be perfectly honest, so you know. Okay, and my final question: Do you have a wife? I do have a wife, yes, uh, but I don't. I have to say, I don't get to see her that often, really. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm away doing a lot of steam train things, and uh, the other thing, of course, is that. Uh, I'm also the chair of the uh, uh, Pickering Erectile Dysfunctional Organisation as well, or PEDO as we like to call it. And um, interestingly enough, the, the membership of the, uh, of, of the Campaign for Reinstatement of Moulton, Rillington Pickering line is actually the same as the uh, Pickering Erectile Dysfunctional Organisation too. It's like a kind of a Venn diagram that's basically a circle. But uh, you know, you know, we're not ashamed. You know, we we just want to stand up. You know, that's that's the yeah. important thing. But I mean, the, you know, like I said, I don't see a lot of the wife. You know, but uh, no. probably probably for the best at the moment. You know, but uh, it could be blood pressure. It could be it could be you know just psychological. I don't really know yeah. to be honest. But um, so um, hypothetical situation: if your if your wife was leaving on a train, 
Would you yeah. be one of those? Would you be one of those men that sort of runs along the uh, along the platform trying to um, trying to keep up? Well, it depends on what kind of train it was. To be perfectly honest, if it, if it was like a four forty, you know, if it was just something really sexy, then probably yeah. But I mean, if you if, could keep yeah. up if it was for a four forty. Yeah, if it was a four forty, I'd be I'd be up it like a ferret up a drain pipe. Do you know what I mean? But you know, if it, it was if it was something boring, then I, w- I don't think I'd be that interested, really, to be mm. honest. But um, you know, I mean, uh, if you're aware of the Magna Carta, you'll find it many freedoms enshrined. And um, you know, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, if if it's in the Magna Carta, then I'll do it. You know, that's the important yeah. thing. No, that's a that's a really nice way to look at things. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's been fascinating talking to you, Sam. I I, I can't lie. And um, you know, you've been a most. Oh, again, there's another one. It's a four forty. Um, but <laughs> but you've been a genial host, Sam, and it's been fascinating. Oh, thank you. You've been a fantastic you, yeah. guest, and I and I've learned a lot about um, erectile dysfunction and and uh, indeed the steam the steam trains and trains of um, of Yorkshire. Absolutely. Well, I'll take us out with the jingle, and uh, and that will be a natural end to this particular part of the show, won't it? I imagine it will. Bye now. Bye for now. All Yes, we have got a restaurant car, and there's biscuits and crisps and more. Would you like to open the window? I'm afraid you can't. Have a look at it. We're going through the zone, which means that uh, our reception will be limited. Mm. Well, that was fascinating, wasn't it? Um, it was. There were so many questions, I found it hard to keep track. <laughs> oh. That was very good, and I, I love that jingle too. It, it uh, I, I believe it was actually an original studio version of David Bowie's "Station to Station." Um, yeah, that's right. And, and yeah, so um, so yeah, so uh, you could hear David in the background there, couldn't you? Um, yeah, yeah, talk talking about um, which way it was to the toilets and phone reception, that kind of thing. Yeah, probably just like having a game of buckaroo with Carlos Alomar, or yeah, know, um, that kind of thing. Hey, um, do you know what kinds of shoes that da- uh, what kinds of shoes David Bowie would wear when he was getting on the train? No, I wouldn't. He would wear platforms. <laughs> I I thought that he might maybe take his red shoes and dance the blues. Uh, <laughs> See what hey, I did there? Ticket inspectors, you've got to hand it to them. <laughs> oh god what were we talking about i've just lost my train of thought <laughs> hey, uh, that, that guy really good. had um had lots of esteem uh that's very clever you you've done it very, i like the way you hold your carriage very good <laughs> well that's all i've got on, uh, that, on that's a, yeah, me too, yeah i think we're done there aren't we yeah, um, we have a listener, don't we? Modern Morrissey. Yeah, um, could he call in? It's because we have so few uh, listeners that we're actually literally able to count them. Uh, yeah. just just there. So um, 
I can't believe Vinny left. He again. He he hangs around for the first ten minutes and then he goes. I think it was just the thought of transport. I think he just couldn't handle the yeah the the, the transport. What's well, he that? wanted he wanted um, domestic abuse the other week, didn't he? He wanted to talk about that and what else he wanted to talk about. Um, yeah. Thanos and what was his other topic suggestion? Um, I don't know, but I mean, I I think the chances of us doing a domestic abuse themed um, comedy podcast are pretty uh, um, uh, narrow, aren't they? Yeah, I, I can't, I can't see it taking off. Yeah, we we won't, listeners. We will not be able to get a great deal of material out of that subject. I can assure you. So, what about just general abuse? Oh yeah, general. If we broadened it. Well, I think that the success of our insult uh, item um, is yes. probably means that we could probably stretch that out to an entire hour episode, really, could we? Just an hour of insults. <laughs> just me, yeah, saying horrible things to you, yeah. Well, you, you right, just, really, I know you don't mean it, so it's fine. I just wish we had a, uh, a Facebook page for the Sacred Cow podcast that people could find on um Well, uh, wish no more, Facebook. Simon. Wish, wish really? no more. We do have a Facebook page. All you need to do is search up the Sacred Cow podcast community hub on, um, on Facebook. Facebook, yeah. Yeah, for the Facebook page. And I'm sure you'll be able to find it. Um, and there'll be lots of fascinating uh, little things that we'll put on there about Ash... You're right, Cap. About Ashley Tisdale and uh, post-its and um, yeah. all of all of the crazy characters that we come up with. <laughs> I know. Hello, Cap. And yeah, and uh, yeah, you're all right then. So yeah, so there'll be all sorts of amazing stuff there. For, and um, I might use it to put the link to um, that episode of Ashley Tisdale's home makeover program. Do that, please. Okay, I'd be fascinated by that. I mean, I, I like the idea that now we have a Facebook page. Our podcast has a kind of life outside of the, of the of the genuinely golden hour where we actually. Uh, that sounded like golden shower for a minute, didn't it? The golden hour where we, um, where we do this podcast. No, I don't think it sounded like golden shower. They tend to just yeah. sound like a sort of gentle pitter pattering. Well, it's it's that kind of hour, isn't it, where time seems to stand still when we do this podcast. I think for a lot of people that have listened to our podcast, time does agree. seem to stand still and seems to stretch <laughs> out, you know, yeah. to a, to an eternity. You know, a bit like when in in Doctor Who, when the Doctor had to bash that big uh, wall of diamond, and it took him four and a half billion years to get through it. Oh yeah, he had to like chip into it and then die, and then or something did, like that, wasn't yeah. it? That was, um, uh, uh, was it Heaven Sent, wasn't it? Yeah. I've got no idea. There, wasn't it something Pond became River Song? Um, yeah, I, don't, I can't remember that bit. River um, Phoenix. River Phoenix, yeah. River Phoenix in Doctor Who. That bit where he died outside the TARDIS of an overdose. That was yeah, that was a good one. It was, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> interestingly enough, if you, if you are a Whovian, then, if you watch, uh, if you watch the film Triangle, the Australian science fiction film Triangle, you'll see huge similarities between that film and the uh, the uh, Heaven Sent episode of uh, Doctor Who that we're I, I, Is that the one where there are people on board a uh, uh, boat? 
That's the one. Yeah, I've don't, seen that one. I won't no spoil spoilers. it. Don't spoil no no spoilers. But it starts out like it's going to be like a kind of a horror film, kind of ghost film on a boat, and then it just goes off in a completely different direction. Yeah, a bit like a bit like Cabin in the Woods. Oh, that that really annoyed me. That that one. Did it really? Yeah, I, I, I didn't enjoy it because everyone was saying, oh, it's so highly acclaimed. But I just think, like, to literally collect a, a ton of, uh, like, horror movie tropes together yeah. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that clever. I thought, you know, lots of people were blown away by it, but I thought yeah. you know, there, were, there were some gaping plot holes and, well, you know. I enjoyed it. I, I don't remember very, I don't remember a lot of gaping going on in it, I have to say, but... Uh... No, well, they, I think someone fell down a, a gaping chasm in it. They tried to do some kind of jump or something. I can't remember. It yeah, years ago but I, I watched it. But I have, I have to say, if it had gaping in it, it probably would be on. Uh, you know, it, it probably wouldn't have got a certificate, and it would be on the on the internet. You know, on one of those. Uh, yeah, straight to web release. Yeah, because the gaping isn't really something you get in mainstream films. So uh, sadly, not. It's not no, and uh, I mean you know a, a lot of people have tried to you know feature it in uh, mainstream films. I, I believe Gabe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is like the pegging conversation we had the other it, day. It, but yeah, it always but, turns. Yeah, there was going to be some of it in Frozen too. I think. I think. Uh, I think with uh, Anna and Elsa, there was going to be a gaping scene, but I think they uh, they cut that. They cut that out and put the song um, "Some Things Never Change" in instead, which oh. I think is probably a better bet because that's 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 a catchy tune. And, uh, yeah, something that everyone can join in with. Yeah, because I don't think you can join in with gaping. So that's the thing. You think? Well, you could, I guess you could sort of like you know those Disney sing along from home DVDs. You could have a gape along from home. You could, do, couldn't you? <laughs> I, I, and I have to say, it's probably an opening for that. Hey, there we go. Who'd have thought at the start of this podcast that we'd get a gaping joke in? No. Oh, God. It's just amazing what we can do with an hour and eight minutes, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. I noticed by my uh, cheap clock that I bought off of Amazon for about six quid that it's ten past five. Oh. Or should I say, should I say it is ten past twelve Eastern Standard Time. Oh, has your cheap clock got the different time zones on it? No, but my brain can work out what five hours uh, before five, ten past five is. So, Oh, so you don't need yeah. one of those posh clocks. That's why you got a cheap one off Amazon. Well, you see, if you like baseball like I do, you see, you know that when they transmit a game at, uh, you know, 12 o'clock at night, it's a seven o'clock um, start, isn't it? So, uh yeah. So that's how so that's how that's how me. my brain works. You see, I'm constantly on kind of you know. Uh, You're on the baseball. Uh, uh, well, I'm on I'm on British summer time, but I'm also on like Eastern Standard Time and Mountain Time and Central Time and Mountain you know I mean? Pacific time. Mountain Time. Yeah, they have they're like for the Rockies. They have like Mountain Time and uh, yeah, Hammer yeah, Time, Hammer Time, uh, Hammer Time. Oh, I did, yeah. I just stopped briefly there. But, yeah, no, they have all the different times in the States, don't they? And they have militias roaming around with guns and stuff. Enforcing the time. Enforcing the time, that's right. So you have militias having standoffs in Portland over what time it is. Yeah, like doing random watch searches to see if you're on their time. 
That's right, yeah. But I mean, uh, I think uh, uh, clock. I couldn't really think of a joke, but I just. Well, I've got to hand it to you. Oh, that's very good, yeah. And it's about time we yeah. wrap things up. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I, I bought a, a clock. It wasn't new. It was second hand. Mine really gets through batteries and it's a right pain in the ass because you wouldn't think a clock would uh, would use that much batteries. Um, but yeah, so I'm forever having to buy batteries for this uh, yellow clock that I've bought. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's time to wrap it up, isn't it? <laughs> well, I could I could tell you about my doorbell. I've recently replaced the batteries on that. I mean, fun, funnily enough, um, we had a curry delivered the other day, and um, oh, I yeah. thought, this has taken a long time. And uh, I went yeah. down, opened the door, and it had just been left on my doorstep. And it turns out they'd pressed the doorbell, and uh, it had run out of bloody batteries, hadn't it? So, uh, oh, no. I, at least it hadn't been raining. Well, rather like the white stripes, I've been thinking about my doorbell. When you're going to ring it? When you're going to ring it? Oh, I, I love. The, I could talk about the white stripes for a whole episode. Should we do a white stripes themed episode then? I reckon we could. I mean, like, yeah, literally, Jack White is is What's a great. What's your favourite white stripes song? What's your white stripes favourite song then? Um, I'll go for an obvious one: Dead Dead Leaves. Dead Leaves. What from one of the early albums? I can't even remember what album it's from. Um, like Distigil, to... isn't it? I think. Or, I think it's Distigil, isn't it? Or I don't know. it's not. It, no, it was definitely before "Get Behind Me, Satan." Oh yeah, no, it's, it is definitely one of the earlier ones, isn't it? Yeah, but like, oh yeah, no, we'll save, we'll save it, we'll save it. Do you want to know what my favourite White Stripes song is? I do. Ball and biscuit. Ball and biscuit. Absolutely. That's, all, that's made it on my playlist. I thought you were going to say something out there like um, Danger High Voltage, but that's that's not White Stripes, is it? That's just Jack White. Well, of course, the Electric Six are a Detroit band, and uh, and there is a rumour that it is actually Jack White, but I, I think it's just a rumour. No, he's a, he's admitted to it now, and they um, Electric Six, the guy from Electric Six... Um, Talked about oh, yeah. it in a podcast, oddly enough. Yeah, he said like it was just before they, the White Stripes, blew up, and right. and like he said, there's no chance they would he would have done it if like after they'd blown up. It was just another guy that they used to jam with occasionally, and he said, oh, I got this song. Could you do this part on it? And he he agreed. Oh well, there you go. You see, and have you seen the video for the for Danger High Voltage? Of course, I have. It's fantastic. It is, isn't it? It's not. It, it isn't Jack White, is it? It's uh, it's a woman sitting on a horse with light up breasts. And sadly, actually, she she didn't act after that. And um, I think she 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 died of cancer shortly shortly after. Oh um, dear. Oh yeah. well, that's. But she lives on in that music video. I was going to say, perhaps we should just have a 30-second silence for her and then yeah. say goodbye to the listeners, yeah. All right. All right, then. So I think that's enough. Yeah, sorry, seconds. I just I slipped. I um, I was I was trying to find something. Check your eBay or something. <laughs>
well, no, something that was quite, kind of wistful and sort of, you know, uh, you know, emotive. But I, I clicked on the laughing chipmunks by mistake. So sorry about that. <laughs> Bloody chipmunks. Ruined, ruined it for everyone. Isn't it? Anyway, I think it's time to, uh, to say goodbye now. Bye now. Bye now. And don't forget to get onto Facebook and type in the Sacred Cow uh, Community Fan Hubcap or whatever it's called. Yeah. I can't remember now. Something like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We're really it's a great community this, full of full of cool guys. <laughs> it was you and me and two other people at the minute, I think, isn't it? Yeah, all the cool guys. All the cool guys, yeah. Anyway, um, bye for now. Bye. bye. See ya. Bye. 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 Sacred Cow. E-I-E-I-O.